Welcome back to Marvel News Best Desk, your best place to keep up with all the latest news, reviews, and speculation concerning Marvel films and TV shows. We got Adam, we got Rhiannon, we got me, I'm Caleb. Uh, Rhiannon, we just didn't pod while you were gone. We just, we were so sad by your absence that we just did not get together. Aww. Oh, that's so sweet. Honestly, uh, if, if you had podcasted about some of the news that came out while I was gone without me, I might have been more mad. Really? Oh, that's yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. That's true. Well, some of that, and then even the She-Hulk trailer didn't feel right to talk about without you. Right, and that's oh, what I, yeah. I just brought that up with Kelsey. I'm like, I, when did the She-Hulk trailer come out? I have no idea what we're going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I that came out while I was in Europe. So, how was Italy? If you oh, want to, just feels like it's our... been like two months, but yeah. it's only been two weeks. Okay, so I spent two weeks in Italy. Um, I did all the things. I ate all the pasta all of it um i saw a bunch of old stuff you know like you've had enough of italy when you're like "Ah, i don't need to see another michelangelo you know like (laughs) or or i i i might go there if they had a michelangelo but i wouldn't for like donatello or any of the other ninja turtles yeah like um maybe a Raphael. like i now have my ranking of my ninja turtles um and, and I've seen Italy. It was a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Have you guys, have you, Caleb, have you done from? Yeah, I've been to Italy. Okay. Uh, I spent a night on a park bench in Milan. Don't like that city very much. Oh, I didn't um, make it up to Milan. Yeah, don't. It's the Detroit of Italy. That's not oh. great. But again, the fact that I spent the night on a park bench with a unusual Mexican girl named Teresa was part of it. So you know those are the memories like i almost slept on a park bench in spain once but my friend talked me out of it i was just tired <laughs> i was just like i'm just gonna sleep here so, <laughs> i was like I, no you're not i've but, been venice and florence so most of italy is nice yeah. i just that was milan yeah. with bad news yeah so i did venice and florence and rome and tuscany um i was not stalking vincent d'onofrio no matter what adam says um I didn't say anything. I just assumed. (laughs) I kept it quiet. I was assuming. I was hoping you'd get like some set photos or something. Yeah. Yeah. No. I I I didn't have the energy to even like well, I did like at some point he showed up. Turns out the friend that I was traveling with is a big Vincent D'Onofrio fan and didn't know that we podcasted with him. And so like Mm. she learned that and she was very mad at me. And um, so then, like, I saw that Vincent D'Onofrio was in Italy, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, Vincent's just right over here. And Rome was amazing. I mean, I never need to get back there again, but it was amazing. Um, just I, I've seen a lot of Europe. I've done, like, Germany and Austria and Switzerland and Spain. And, like, I thought I had seen old Spain. Like, I've I've hiked a pilgrimage trail in Spain. So, like, I felt like I had seen ancient Europe. But until you have gone to Rome, you haven't seen ancient Europe. Nah, it's just Athens. So- until you've been to Athens, you have not <sighs> seen ancient Europe. So, I've been to Athens. and Well, but also, like, 20-year-old Rhiannon going to Athens versus now how old I am, Rhiannon, going to Rome. Right, right, right. It is, I mean, you know, like I probably didn't see it with the same gravitas. And also I saw Athens pre-Olympics. They hadn't fixed it up for the Olympics and everything. So it was, it was 
I hear a different experience than what people get these days. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I maybe anyways, it was very interesting. Um, Venice. I also just like, no matter how much people say that Venice is underwater, I was not expecting Venice as what Venice was. Yeah. It's, it's, it's real underwater. (laughs) It's underwater. (laughs) Like our hotel was like, we'll send a taxi to pick you up in the morning. And we're sitting out in front of the hotel and they're like, the taxi's here. And they like walk us to the back where there's a boat that you get in from the back of the hotel. Like, yep. It is underwater. It is amazing. I I I just can't believe it exists. So. You would also think if anything's under risk from rising water levels, I mean that uh, town's not going to exist if, this, if there's any more polar ice cap meltage. I wouldn't think. Yes, but I know. Yeah, yeah. I tried not to think about it too much. I don't even know how it exists in the first place. I mean, you know, like at some point, I'm going to have to probably like get a book or something on like how it exists in the first place. I know why, like as a shipping port and all of that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, they're totally screwed with rising sea levels and they have tides. Like the tides impact how high and low the canals are in front of the buildings. And, um, which I actually learned today, the tides at a lower latitude, the tides are less impactful than at higher latitudes. So like up here in the Northeast, like the tides could make like a six foot difference in water levels in some places. You know, there's whole towns in Canada, the, the rivers in Canada that disappear in low tide. And, um but like at lower latitudes, like in the Caribbean, the tides don't really have that big of an impact when it comes to like storm surge and stuff. But anyways, um, but the tides like impact the canals in Venice. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So overall, a great trip. I saw lots of stuff. I ate lots of stuff. I bought lots of stuff. Um, but I'm glad to be home for like 50 days until my next trip. Good for you. To San Diego Comic-Con. San Diego. Oof. My next trip is church camp. So you, you've got a more exciting one to go. I get to teach the fourth Ooh. graders. It'll be great. That sounds fun. I liked church camp when I was a fourth grader. Oh, yeah. Well, church right. camp was great. I, I don't like camping all that much, but we'll survive. It'll be fine. Oh, are you actually like camping in tents? No, there's a cabin for teachers, I think. Yeah, I hope. I haven't really investigated. I'm doing it for the kids. So I'm just going to go up there and see what happens. All right. Well, that's catching up with the Marvel News Desk team. I guess we can talk about stuff now. Um, I don't even want. So, well, let's just start here. Rihanna, it's funny. When you said Daredevil stuff, I was like, what Daredevil stuff? But I guess it's a big deal that we had an official report, huh? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that was. That's what you guys have been waiting for. That's, I mean, that's what, like, I mean, yes, there have been rumors. There have been so many rumors. There have been rumors from sources that I very much trust. Um, there's been so many rumors that, like, I don't remember which ones are public and which ones were, like, just Adam saying stuff after the show or or somebody reaching out to, like, media DMs or, you know, just, just like, I, I, I don't remember what was rumor and what was public. 
but for them to have the variety and deadline that there are writers assigned to the series that is official that is like that is like the level that saved daredevil has you know like they've had the standard of it's not saved until we have a solo series with charlie cox you know confirmed by a trade confirmed by a trade and feige has said that charlie cox is daredevil we have charlie cox back in spider-man we now have trades saying that there are writers attached um so this is it i mean the the daredevil news is official so save daredevil has changed their logo i don't know if people have even noticed that they've changed their logo um we're making plans we're making swag san diego comic-con is we've we're gonna have a party we're gonna have a party at new york comic-con obviously um it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be awesome and you didn't even know that caleb's just like meh it was news no it's it's funny because like i guess what it is is for me there are things i that we know that are happening before they get into deadline so it feels a little it, for me it's an arbitrary line i get that for save daredevil you guys had to create a sort of official line so that you weren't moving the goalposts, and that's totally cool and i'm excited for you guys for me it was like yeah we knew this was coming and so um it doesn't mean too much for deadline to report it yeah, yeah. adam how i mean this is always interesting to me I mean, Deadline apparently got the okay to share that information, we would think. Why do they announce shows this way? Like, why don't they save them for a big event? Do you have any idea? Like, do you have any thoughts on all this? I have zero idea, but that's how it is, and that's how it will be. That's that's how the cookie crumbles, I believe, is the is the saying. Uh whatever. You know, what whatever. I mean, I told you two last summer, it might have been exactly a year ago they were they were interviewing writers, so last fall maybe I don't I don't and that's the thing I don't I, know. I think it was 2022 when you when mm. when that news came out. Something. Oh, yeah. Adam's just been holding out on us. Then he thought he told us, but yeah. uh, that's the thing. I don't know what's. Uh, I'm in the same exact boat as you. I'm not sure what's what's public and what's not. Did I show you guys the Doctor Doom pictures yet? Probably not. <laughs> the funny thing is that's the, thing. the next 45 people, minutes yeah. wondering if that's a joke or not yeah people <laughs> won't know if that's a joke or, or that's that's the fun of living with uh, living in and listening to marvel news desk you know whatever you know whatever I, it's, it's clearly coordinated i mean it, it's very much coordinated between the studios and stuff i don't know why they put in um studio had no comment when every single person involved in the production comments on it right after the, the trade breaks it. I don't know if that's just like an archaic standard or something, but. Well, and Adam, it would be fair to say that as soon as we knew Charlie was back for Spider-Man, there was always the assumption that this was getting ready for Charlie to be back as Daredevil in a Daredevil something. You know, I think there was a little question for a while if it'd be movie or TV, but. Mm-hmm. um i mean it's it i guess that's part of the thing is what i'm saying is it's not a shock that this is coming because as soon as we knew charlie was back on board we knew that they were going to move towards the daredevil something or the other absolutely and that's the thing i mean they had to give marvel tv something in the first place daredevil's an a-list marvel character daredevil's 
right? How, probably not Spider-Man level, but I mean, few, how many characters have even been around and, and had a, his own, their own self-titled book, you know? It, I don't, I don't even know. Um, Spider-Man probably, Daredevil's right up there, so. And you it was going to happen. I think you can argue that Daredevil has had the most acclaim of almost any character, like has had the most consistently well-reviewed and well, you know, enjoyed because there's characters that have come in and out of popularity. Daredevil seems to be always well-written just decade after decade after decade, you know? Right, right. And I mean, let's look at the show. I mean, people still talk about the show and uh, we always talk about, you know, coworkers and I are talking about how the cycle, like the attention span of these projects is just over like the thor trailer came out and the hype was dead the next day damn near you know just it's they're not cute like dr strange 2 you know even dr strange 2 the movie came out and people just don't really talk about it you know it's kind of like peaked with with wandavision and certainly eternals there was hardly any buzz after that you know so there's there's something about Daredevil. i mean i would say the show did help a little bit you know bring bring the character into the mainstream um but um yeah yeah i mean as as far as a done deal though i mean because we did we heard rumors about it being a movie we heard rumors about a combo series we that's what i'm saying where you where like as far as a done deal yes we knew daredevil was coming back for something in something but the solo series i feel like is news that really only solidified very quickly in the past since since disney got the shows off of netflix right and i think i think it's safe to say this at this point somebody can shoot me if not we had actually at some point gotten the sense that maybe they didn't want to do a tv show because they were worried it would be a little too much like the old TV show and that a movie would be a way to distinguish. And so the fact they went up and went ahead with a TV show, there have been points in the last year when we didn't think that's the way they would go, you know? Mm-hmm. Deadline did report something or was it, it wasn't the initial report. It was the follow. I think Boris Kitt maybe reported it about it's new, but continued or, or something like that, which. Yeah. I, mean, I think not, it was like vanity fair or something that said yeah, that. Someone, someone yeah. reported that, but I mean, we'll see you know yeah we'll we'll see we know how it is you know we'll see about john krasinski we'll see if marvel even bothers to ever address it or they just keep doing like they did with kingpin and they just make it ambiguous forever you know Mm -hmm. i uh i'm only a couple degrees of separation from matt corman and chris ward and I, please make it please guys please corman and ward give us give, give us clarity give us clarity <laughs> i mean like i don't have many i mean like i got the show i'm i'm not gonna make many demands other than make it good and maybe give us some clarity on all that now rihanna this is special for you because a lot of your daredevil friends were covert affair friends first right <laughs> Yeah, so um, my buddy Shelby, that is an absolute lunatic online, um, and like you know, runs the Charlie's Angels account, and uh, you know one of the, one of the big 
big forces behind Save Daredevil. She and I originally met as Covered Affairs fans, which is what Corman and Ord did. So to see him pop up, I mean, see them, him, them pop up as uh, as the writers attached to the show, just I, that was so weird. That's just so I just can't get over that. Yeah. Um. And I mean, and and I'll probably we'll probably do a, a podcast or two at Save Daredevil, sort of about what we think that'll mean because shelby and i like watched all of covert affairs multiple times um and you know sort of how that what that means and and what we think that could mean for what they bring to daredevil um but also just like the open-mindedness i mean there's plenty of writers that came to these projects from stuff but what they did in the past had no representation of what they accomplished in the future. So I'm happy about the news. Yeah. I'm happy. And Adam or Rihanna, either you guys help me think through, I mean, this is a 2024 show probably. Cause we've got, we've got Miss Marvel and She-Hulk this year. And then it looks like Echo and Secret Wars, or not Secret Wars, um, Secret Invasion, and Armor Wars, and Ironheart, Ironheart. and mm-hmm. Agatha House of Harkness, probably all before it? No, Daredevil's probably coming before Agatha. Okay. And maybe even potentially before Armor Wars. Okay. Potentially gotcha. on both of them. Yeah, I'm safe it's to say it's probably late a, 2023 yeah, at best. Summer, fall, yeah. I mean, and I think it's possible, I, you know, we don't know what directions they're going to go with Daredevil. And I mean, I'm still hoping that maybe they just decide to run stuff concurrently. You know, stop dragging. If you're going to have this many properties, have Daredevil over there in their adult content area doing his thing and have Agatha all along. Like how much will those worlds intersect? Or, you know, will your Daredevil folks watch Agatha when they're done? Or, you know, I, I don't. But, but and right the, now they won't even overlap with Star Wars. So, I mean, they are, though. I was about to say, coming out of Celebration, um, you know, this week, starting next Wednesday, Miss Marvel and Obi-Wan coming out on the same days. Okay. And then they announced that Andor's 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely going to be some crossover between probably miss marvel and andor but then again uh lots of crossover between andor and she hulk so um so it's happening it's coming yeah we're, we're gonna start it's gonna really mess up my wednesday nights you know it's gonna leave me with several hours of tv to watch with my kids and shuffling bedtimes and everything i'm not a big fan i kind of like those fridays to come back but it's not gonna happen um. I mean, you could just wait and watch it on the weekends, but you'll probably get spoiled on something. Yeah, it's a problem. Yeah. All right, um, let's talk uh, talk Thor Love and Thunder trailer. Adam, we haven't talked since then. How'd you feel about, uh, I guess it's been about 10 days ago, dropped that final final major theatrical trailer. Um, Are you getting excited about this? Do you get excited about anything MCU anymore? No, never. I was just going to say, I can't tell you too how much of a drag talking about marvel stuff is no, I, yeah, that's uh it's good it's it's good i absolutely hate gore everyone knows i hate how gore looks gore looks absolutely ridiculous and terrible and awful but no it looks 
besides that, everything else looks uh, incredible. Yeah. Because, I mean, this is, you know, you loved Ragnarok, right? So you're Mm -hmm. feeling like the humor is coming back to where you'd like it to be and all that kind of stuff. I think so. I think so. Big, big, big fan of what they did with Zeus. Um, that's that's going to be incredible. I can't wait for him to be become a, a standout uh, character. <laughs> that's right. But... Would you like to say anything about Zeus? Oh, I don't like want to say anything. To no. I'll let uh, the Black Party app handle all that. So that's, that's good. But um, uh, yeah, by the way, if anyone deals with harassment online, search Black Party. It's, it's awesome um no it's it's cool i hope they keep like the black and white stuff i am pretty sure that we may get um gore's comic look by the end of the movie because he does evolve or or not or whatever you want to call Even it he does trailer, shift right more. there's different versions right of it. yeah okay. and then they of course they almost marvel television that when he first comes out and you they use like the lighting tricks and the shadow to be like oh hey that's gore and then he takes off his hood and then it's like mm, is it um i'm super interested in like the black and white versus color type stuff um and all that stuff well yeah i'm, I'm sure it's going to be amazing i'm a huge i love mythology it'll be awesome to see what they get i'm assuming we'll see someone from moon knight in there probably not the hippo maybe someone else but um i uh, i enjoyed it so far or what we've seen of it yeah i do it does make me think a little bit i was surprised we never got a full comic green goblin look out of william defoe you know like mm-hmm. they got rid of his mechanical mask but i thought they would go like a green face somehow and they didn't, which I guess the reasoning is like, hey, you've got William Defoe, don't cover his face. Mm-hmm. Feels like there's talk that way with Bale too. Like, hey, why hire Christian Bale? We're just gonna, you know, redo his face like Davy Jones or whatever. But that's how about, but that's the thing. I mean, you're already alternate so much. How many regular movie people are actually gonna know that's Christian Bale the way it is? You know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, completely bald and gray and tattooed and scarred on the on the head and stuff. Who's 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 gonna know? It's interesting because a lot of people didn't like the comic look. At least around here, uh, my my family they were all like, "Oh, he looks really creepy." Like my wife was not a fan. She's like, "This is creepy. Mm-hmm. I don't like it." And sure, so, but it could be a bunch creepier, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think for the general audiences, it'll be maybe creepy enough. I mean, after Doctor Strange, I don't know if they want to scare people too much again. So, Rihanna, what were you thinking of the trailer? Um, I mean, to me, it had the Ragnarok feel. It had the humor. It had um a, a little bit of sexiness. Um, so it just felt comfortable. You know, I mean, like it's just like. It, it it's it's something that i know i'm going to go into i'm going to enjoy i'm going to watch it the first day is it gonna is it going to be life-changing am i going to be thinking about it a week later we'll see um but ragnarok i mean i've said this before like ragnarok is my movie that i use like for people that have never watched the mcu like hey why don't you watch this one and see if you like it as a nice little like midpoint introduction 
so I'm hoping that this is just like again a fun movie and I I, I I mean like I'm interested to see how some of these things come together and where we are and all of that but I think I watched it I think it came out like the day that the Daredevil news came out too or something like somewhere right around then and so I've only watched it like three or four times not yeah. not like a ton I'm really interested to see how they, you know, where the focal point of the movie is. Um, it seems very Thor centric from everything we've seen in the advertising and stuff. I mean, I know there's people that are wor- like freaking out about how much Jane Foster there is or how much Valkyrie there is. For me in the advertising, I actually would have liked a little more Jane Foster and a little more Valkyrie because at this point, I'm just more interested in them. I mean, Thor has gotten so much screen time. Thor has already had three movies. He had pretty full arcs in at least two, if not three of the Avengers movies. And so like, I don't know, I'm ready to see a Valkyrie movie more than I'm ready to see one more, you know, Chris Hemsworth movie. And so I just hope they, um, I don't know. I'm hoping that there's plenty of that. Uh, I don't, this idea that Thor is still lost and hasn't found himself after having seven movies to do so is starting to grade on me a little bit, but maybe I'm I'm different that way. That's a good I mean, point. I, I think this is probably the good, you know, set sail into the sun type moment for I highly doubt he'll be back for for Thor five. If it is one, I would guess Jane Foster is probably gonna get her own project. But um I, I think there's I mean there's still certainly loose ends to to tie up, you know. Bring him back to his um former self and kinda kinda close up that circle a bit. You know, I mean, even between just Ragnarok, Infinity War, and Endgame, that's one of my favorite character arcs in the entire MCU. Yeah. Uh, anything else much on there? I mean, we saw a little bit of Russell Crowe's Zeus. We saw Gore. I feel like the Guardians are going to be out of this by the first 10 minutes or so. Like, I don't think it's going to be too long there. Uh, I'm interested to see Korg. I mean, it seems like Korg had a pretty prominent role there at the beginning, but um, yeah, I'm just trying to think. I don't know. It's I don't feel like in either of this trailer we've gotten a whole heck of a lot of plot. I mean, we don't anymore. Marvel doesn't really tell us what these movies are about. I didn't realize really what Doctor Strange was about until we got to it, and so I feel like Thor is the same way. I'm going in pretty blind about what what is going to actually happen. In it, so, agreed, agreed. All right. Uh, we also missed She-Hulk. Uh, so during the, the uh, upfronts for Disney, they uh, shared a trailer for She-Hulk. Rhiannon, I think you had to stay up until two in the morning or something stupid <laughs> to see that. Is that right? No, no, because the upfronts were at like four p.m., four or five p.m. I just remember you like, I want to go to bed. Where is this trailer? <laughs> yeah, that was probably true. It was probably only like nine or ten p.m. Though. No, <laughs> probably, no, I think it was like eleven o'clock. Um, yeah, I, 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 I look forward to seeing the final visual effects, but I enjoy the tone. I enjoy the direction they seem to be going in. Um, again, I feel like we didn't get a whole lot more except for the tone and, you know, like, like just sort of letting us know who the character is. Um, 
man, I look forward. And I've seen those like stills of the updated visual effects. I haven't gone in and watched it on Disney plus yet, but um, I hope she looks better. Um, I, I'm kind of in the camp of, I wish she looked a little more muscular because uh, it just looked very disproportional to me with her being that tall and everything. Um, but I'll, I, I look forward to seeing what it is in the end. I, I enjoyed the tone. I still love Tatiana Maslany. Um, she, she's amazing. So, um, yeah. I mean, of course, there were things that I had hoped to see in the trailer that weren't there. But they didn't really have a whole, whole lot of... Were there many of the other characters in the trailer? No. I, I feel like they gave us Frogman just to give us a flavor of like this is how random this show is going to be yeah but like even um jamil jamila i mean she was in it for a half a second but we didn't really Mm -hmm. get a look at her i mean it was really her uh, it was it was really she hulk and hulk that was the bulk of it people talk so much about the cgi i mean as far as like the female lawyer and dating and you know, trying to have a work-life yeah. balance. I mean, I feel like, is that, did that hit what you'd like it to, Rhiannon? It's not what I was expecting. I don't know why. I kind of expected, I expected her to be a little more established in her life, but, but it worked. So, you know, like, I'm open-minded about it. Like, it's not what I expected, but I'm open-minded about it. Um. I didn't expect her to be on like dating apps and stuff and like doing all of that. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. I think some people, and I can see this, there was a little bit of refreshing, like, Hey, this is a real person that actually like has a romantic life and is actually trying to like go on dates and like there's slice of life stuff that I feel like we don't see too much in the MCU. You know, like Mark Spector, the best he has is a tortured conversation with an ex-wife while running from mummies, you know, like, and so seeing somebody actually try to live their life, I think is kind of interesting. We got to see Stephen Grant trying to live his life. That's, that's true. We did get that torturous state where he was two days late. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I, I look forward to seeing the stri- That's what I like about superhero stories. Like I, I, I like the the how do they juggle the superhero with the real life, the dual identity, and making it all go. Um. So so, like I said, it's not what I expected, but I'm not upset to see it. Yeah. Adam. Yeah, I mean, you guys summed it all up. It's just bonkers that they would release a trailer with unfinished visual effects, but what are you going to do? I mean, and that's a, I, those marketing shots are always done first, so I have no idea what the situation is. If some vendor couldn't, so they had to switch vendors or, or something like that, who who knows? But, you know, it looks good. I mean, it's I've said it before. I think this show, people the shows with the cameos and the Easter eggs and and all of that type of stuff. Um, I think She-Hulk's going to be the show people or She-Hulk's going to be that show that, that people wanted. 
Um, it's just going to be packed to the brim with stuff. I mean, we saw the wrecking crew as well, probably before some incident that gave them powers. So it'll it'll be super interesting to uh, to see where it goes. They took away one episode. Um, oh. It's only nine episodes now. Um, Stop doing that. Right. So we'll see if it did they do the what if and push the one episode to season two? Did they get to edit in and be like, hey, let's uh, let's cut out three quarters of episodes eight and nine and we'll just make the last episode nine or episodes nine and two who knows i'm sure it's another rush finale with a 24 minute runtime but um no it's yeah it it looked interesting to me yeah i have no idea is this going to be set there's continuity questions with hulk's arm and all this stuff i don't know what i'm trying to say is we watch superhero stuff why why do we got to deal with slice of life stuff with superhero stuff that's why I watch Seinfeld or something like that, man. You're uh, the opposite. You're like, I don't want. No, give life. give give us the boys where someone, I almost spoiled it, where someone dies in a brutal way or something. I don't know. You know we're dealing with superheroes. At least use superpowers or don't. That stuff was on. We got in humans. We got Marvel television. We got how many seasons of Marvel television between Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., to the Defenders verse, to Hellstrom, to whatever. Enough with the low, low calorie storytelling. Just, just give us all sorts of bombastic, whatever. See, to me though, Adam, that that is what keeps Marvel alive. Like, if everything feels the same, there really will be superhero fatigue. But like, you know something like this being totally different, being a funny legal drama. And then, um, you know, you let Moon Knight do like the Egyptology Indiana Jones thing. And Miss Marvel seems to be like a teen coming of age story. Like those tonal shifts is what keep people excited. It's not just another Marvel show. It's like a very specific genre thing. So I'm, I'm kind of okay with that, you know? Yeah. I mean, we're going to run out of that soon. So, I mean, how many... I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, the uh, I mean, what Eternals and Doctor Strange two are probably some of the most different stuff Marvel's ever done, and they're both. I mean, I wouldn't say Doctor Strange two was panned, but people are slowly starting to turn against it because they said it was too dark. So apparently, there's this like most MCU fans think the MCU is too dark now after Moon Knight, Doctor Strange two, but. I, I, my guess is 10 minutes of Miss Marvel will probably change their mind about that, though, right? Oh, Caleb, just wait. It's You won't shut up about it. I know it too damn well. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to increase your expectations for it, but it's like they made the show for you. You're good. It's going to be your favorite MCU thing ever. I'm so excited. I so, yeah, we no can transition. Doubt in my mind. What's that, Adam? I have no doubt in my mind. <laughs> So we can tell you what that little Miss Marvel is getting premiered tonight. They've been putting up the advertisements. I really, I'm not joking. I may just give up on Twitter for a few weeks. Like I do not need to watch the show and enjoy the crap out of it. And then like see everybody fuss about it the next day. It's been bad enough with Obi-Wan. I've loved the first three episodes of Obi-Wan. And they go on Twitter and everybody's grumbling and fighting and calling each other names and people are attacking actors. And then Star Wars is like, going on like an anti-racism thing which i think is good but also is just i also worry that it just like 
helps give more of a platform to the people who are being jerks. I don't know. I I, I kind of want to watch Miss Marvel and just enjoy it for the pure thing that it is. Because it seems like they are going super earnest with it, you know? I'm excited about Miss Marvel. I've, have you guys watched the uh, Disney Plus thing? Is Black Bolt in that one too? Huh? Is Black Bolt in that one too? Not in the not in the preview. No. Okay. No. No. No I heads explode. <laughs> the last thing I watched was like they talked about her getting the role, and it was just like talking about Aman as a person, and she's just so bubbly and excited yeah. and dramatic, and it just makes yeah. me so happy. It's just so positive. It's great. But no, Adam, social media how- is going to be a nightmare next Thursday. <laughs> How um, how embargoed are you still? Are you allowed to talk about it or no? Yeah, I can talk about it. It's it's exactly what the trailer likes the uh, stylistic choices and like the paper cutouts and stuff. That's exactly how the show is. Yeah. Um, they do uh, a cool they do cool stuff through like the light and the signage on the uh, um, I don't know if um. Kamala's walking down the street. They'll do something with the cool signs as she walks past them and stuff like that, yeah. and then the papers and all that stuff. I mean, it's very it's it's Marvel's coming of age tale even more so than Spider Man. You know, it's like I always say it's like the uh, Spider Man credits. <laughs> you know, except that's the show. It's just fun and goofy, um, boy problems that type of teenager stuff. Yeah, you know that's 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 what it's about uh, to me it took a while to get going yeah. but uh episode two i thought was was really good did you would you say you enjoy it adam or is it like a thing where you're like there's people who will like this but it's not like your cup of tea i enjoyed it i mean i enjoyed most i enjoyed venom and venom too guys. i mean right. i enjoy most things right. will i watch miss marvel multiple times probably not um i don't even my to watch list is a mile long i just watched obi-wan episode one today i haven't even started stranger things four yet so uh i would yeah i'm not staying up till 3 a.m for it i haven't stayed up till 3 a.m since wandavision and the season finale of loki i think but uh it's enjoyable it's yeah it's it's enjoyable um so yeah we've got miss marvel coming it does feel like Star Wars is taking over the fall, right? Like, because we get She-Hulk starts in August 17th, I think. And it'll run through October if there's nine episodes. And then after that, I, every, every sense we've gotten is it's going to be 2023 until another Marvel Disney Plus show, right? Two uh, holiday specials. Oh, that's true. The two holiday specials. Two holiday specials. Apparently, I am Groot sometime. Oh, I don't I don't want to count I am Groot. Maybe I'm just unfairly like nasty to it. I just don't care. <laughs> I it's yeah, I mean it's the type of thing. I mean, and that's I don't know. That's it all like reverts to canon stuff. Like, is all this animated stuff gonna be canon? You know, what what do I need to watch? Yeah. And what can I watch if I'm bored or want want something else to do? Yeah. But definitely it seems like Star Wars, because I, I I kept an ear into celebration. I mean, they've got Andor coming, and it's long. Bad Batch mm-hmm. is still coming this fall. They've got um, another season of Star Wars Visions coming at some point. 
they have tales of the jedi which is another six episodes of animation dropping this fall mm-hmm. and so and then mando i guess starts early next year so marvel and dc are both or marvel and star wars are both up and running i mean disney plus is gonna start getting busy but was there anything else Rhiannon? adam anything else on our list I feel like we talked uh, about dr strange or... hits streaming three weeks from now three weeks from yesterday yeah. seems really fast <laughs> i mean do you guys feel like that hurts box office or no like at this point has everybody seen it who's gonna see it it's i mean it's evened off a big time hasn't it what's it at 800 oh it's gonna hit nine it'll hit nine it? yeah and domestically it's really weird if you look at the domestic numbers it is right there with it's better than ragnarok it's better than guardians 2 it is going to finish pretty close to Iron Man 3, Captain America Civil War, that kind of area, which to me is exactly what you should expect it to finish. You know, like people are like, oh, it should have been a billion easy. I, no, I don't think so. Like given how much the first Doctor Strange made and given where we're at in pandemic response and people who are like, oh, I saw another guy today on Twitter. Oh, the MCU's in big trouble. They should really worry. They make more money than everybody else in Hollywood. Like, like for everybody going crazy about Top Gun, Top Gun is not making Doctor Strange money, you know? So I just don't understand why people are freaking out. But Most movie executives would sacrifice family members to get a $900 billion <laughs> box office. So Million. And what's, right? Yeah, $900 million. Maybe $900 billion. Who knows? I mean, they probably would sacrifice a family member for $900 I think billion. Forbius sure. is the only movie that's ever made $900 billion. Re-release <laughs> yeah. already, man. That's the, there we go. What's That's this weekend, right? Maybe I'll actually have to go watch it now. The re-releasing Morbius? What? Yeah, this weekend, it's I think. It's like a thousand theaters. Yeah. I don't know what Sony's thinking. It seems like a good way to tick off theater owners, but... They're thinking it's Morbin time. Hell yeah, more about social media. I mean whatever are we gonna live in this terrible world where like 20 years from now it's gonna be like rocky horror picture show where like there's gonna be midnight screenings of more morbius all over the country and people are gonna like throw plastic cutlery at the screen or whatever yeah probably that would be cool what's the interactive morbius experience gonna be everybody brings uh brings uh what are the what does he play with like uh it's not a tennis ball what's the red uh um oh ball yeah, like everybody brings racquetballs and like throws them at the screen in the middle of the movie. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Let's come up with the Morbius interactive experience. We'll pitch it to LMO. Everybody yes. brings bat puppets, you know, just to fly around at some point. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It sounds terrible. The more we talk about it, it, work. it just upsets me. Yeah. It needs work. that movie needed work as well yeah well that's what you said re-release i was like did they did they change it did they fix it is it now innovative well we're work we're we're heading into a busy season for on the podcast i mean we're gonna have miss marvel next six weeks and then in the middle of that we'll have thor We'll have a couple weeks off, and then we'll have She-Hulk nine weeks in a row. So exciting! Lots of content coming. Absolutely, Adam is hashtag content. Whatever, yeah. Let's hell yeah, let's do it. And then wait. So when does 
She August 7th. I don't want to do the math in my head. I was just trying to find out which week Daredevil is going to be on the show. But we'll oh. leave that suspenseful. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Do you know which episode maybe Daredevil could possibly be in? Uh, Perhaps. <laughs> okay. He's not going to confirm nor deny that Daredevil okay. is in She-Hulk. But I will say you should add an S to that word, though. Oh, She-Hulk's. No episode. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Sespisode. So it's definitely something sex in episode. September, I would think, then. That's very likely. We'll sex episode. It's a sex episode. It is. It is. They, <laughs> I would be very surprised if they don't have sex. <laughs> that rumor is strong. I'm so excited about this show, Adam. <laughs> that rumor no, is so strong. They, I, they, have, they hired an intimacy coordinator. So whatever. I mean, she's having sex with somebody. Well, it's and not that guy that she picked up in the trailer. Could be. Given the given the history of the two characters in the comics, Matt and Jessica just seem or Jennifer just seem made for each other, right? They both have a propensity to start new relationships, I guess I would yeah. say. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, maybe I know you keep saying that we shouldn't expect TV stuff at San Diego, but maybe there'll be some She-Hulk news at San Diego or something. Could be. Oh, well, it's certainly it would make sense to do it there because mm-hmm. it's before her show stops and yeah. E23 is not. Right. So, yeah, oh, that's true, Rhiannon. Once we get done with Thor and Miss Marvel, there's also going to be San Diego Comic-Con week where we'll have some kind of something. Yeah. Well, and Disney has announced, I mean, they are doing D23, but they're doing another Disney Plus day where they're going to like have announcements all day or something. On right. But it's right before D23. To is kick, that right? It's to kick off D23. Yeah, yeah. It seems like diluting the product to me, but whatever. Remind me, what day is San Diego Comic Con, Rihanna? Uh, July 21st through 24th. Okay that time period might be off a day in either direction but. that's awesome so that's only like a week basically after miss marvel's done so yeah cool 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 yeah so good times summer of fun excellent uh, we'll be back to talk miss marvel don't expect me to say anything but glowing things i decided i'm putting all objectivity out the window i'm just gonna enjoy stuff i, I went back to see dr strange too. And there was something about the She-Hulk trailer and something else where I just found myself watching stuff to be like, how good's the CGI and what's the narrative like? And finally, I was like, no, I'm going to go back to Doctor Strange and I am just going to enjoy it as a movie. And I was able to. I need to like turn my brain off a little. I too quickly start to think about what I'm going to say about this show uh, on this podcast instead of just like, hey, let me watch this thing to enjoy it, you know? Oh my gosh. And like Adam taking my question to the music, the the guy that did the music for Doctor Strange 2, and me feeling like such a dolt. It's not Phantom of the the Opera. It's Bach. Yeah. 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 I don't know who either of those people are. So yeah, I just asked the question. You tell me to ask the question. You you don't know who Bach and Beethoven are? Um, Sebastian Bach? Yeah. Johan. Uh, so, uh, I know Beethoven the St. Bernard. 
Adam, it's it scares me. I was about to make that exact same joke. Does it? First. Yeah, no, it's no, yeah. it's you guys know I'm on the culture. You guys are talking about what Beethoven the seventh or whatever. Like that um, should be right up their alley. You'd think. Beethoven's ninth. You've heard it. You heard it. You would know it if you heard it. You'd be surprised how little classical music I listen to. Yeah, but I think it was in like a Looney Tunes cartoon and Okay. okay. Yeah. You know. Like, I mean, you know, that's that's some of the ones that that have been in stuff that you've probably seen. Beethoven the Ninth, so like his dad was Beethoven the Eighth, and there were seven before them. No, no, it's like Beethoven wrote nine symphonies and his yeah. ninth was really good. Hmm. And maybe his seventh. Probably didn't make nine hundred billion dollars at the box office. Probably well, he did. just did because he's in Doctor Strange too. Boom! True. Look at that yeah. public domain, even too, right? Yeah, absolutely. Did you see they're making a Winnie the Pooh horror movie? I didn't. I can't wait to watch it. Can't wait to watch. It's gonna be so gross and so amazing, probably. Oh yeah, interesting. All right, well, it's late. Right. Thanks for listening, guys. We see also you guys. Have to ask Adam, if he's serious about Dr. Doom. So uh, take <laughs> care. We'll see you later. <laughs>